everyone. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. We're two friends, recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. Yay! It's been a minute recording. I know. Mm. I feel a little out of practice. Same, yeah. So basically we like, when we do dramas, we record them pretty consistently like two episodes a week for drama episodes Mm -hmm. a week and we haven't really been able to do that with this one we had to take a little bit of a break because schedules just did not align no yeah it was kind of rough stuff there for a minute yeah but we made it through yes we did we are here here. Mm -hmm. with episodes seven and eight of the uncanny counter. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like really excited about this drama still. Like, yes. The plot continues to thicken. Yeah, I've been really excited to watch more, but obviously have not been able to because I was waiting yeah. for this exact thing to happen right now. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so. If you would be so kind before we get started, please rate and review the podcast. Yes, please. We would Only like that a lot. five stars. Yeah. If you want to send us an email with like constructive criticism or just being like, hey, love you guys, whatever, send us an email at okdramapodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet us at okdramapod. Or hang out with us on Instagram at OKDramaPodcast. Mm-hmm. And you can go to our website, OKDrama.com, and you can use our affiliate links to Fashion Chingu and Kibok Box for some cute Korean stuff. Get you some Bong Soon or Manwall <laughs> fashion. Mm-hmm. And, and we have an etsy account where we Mm -hmm. have little pins and stickers and patches and Mm -hmm. all the cute things the cutest and we have a patreon Mm -hmm. and february is upon us Mm -hmm. so february is going to be the to all the boys i loved month for valentine's day got a rom-com up in here so um, yeah, the, we have the first few seasons of Kim's Convenience up. We have Strangers from Hell. We have Sky Castle. We have, is that it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, I think so. Yeah, but we have more coming, so don't you worry. Oh, uh, we have That'll that awesome. one, um, that little, like, monster horror movie. Oh, yeah, the host. The host, there we go. <laughs> I couldn't remember if we did that for Patreon or for our actual podcast. I think it was Patreon. Okay. I think. Well, <laughs> either way, if you want to listen to the host, <laughs> check out our Patreon. It might be there. <laughs> I think it was the Patreon. Yeah, I think so, too. Um. Yeah. So, if you hear the little croaking... Yeah, I'm actually, Egon. <laughs> I'm actually going to open the door and see if he'll just come in here and be a good boy. Okay. And just lay down. Fingers crossed. Yeah, Hoagie is usually a good boy and will lay down, but I don't know mm-hmm. about Egon. So let okay. me let him in real quick. Okay. He just ran in here like he hasn't seen me in weeks. I know. It's so cute. <laughs> He's really cute, but so annoying sometimes when I need quiet. Mm-hmm. You got to stay away from the mic, Okay. All right, so I can start this one if you'd like. Sure. Um, I'd also like to preface episode seven by saying, boy, do I feel dumb that thinking those two guys were the same guy (laughs) last episode. Like, okay, so basically I watch all of the episodes or almost all of them while at work during like my break. Uh And I sit in my car away from all humans and I get to unmask for a little bit, and I watch on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And sometimes, like, honestly, the sun is kind of shining through in the car, and that's kind of making it not the best picture. Mm-hmm. But I'm really enjoying the show, so it's not a big deal. Um, and I want to say that that's maybe an excuse. <laughs> um, but, like, thinking back to it later, I was like, of course they're not the same person. That'll make no sense whatsoever. That'll make any sense, actually. Yeah, if you're just joining us... The timelines don't line up. <laughs> yeah. If, if for whatever reason, if this is your first episode listening to us, up until recently, Jill thought Changyu and Chongxin were the same person. And but, they don't even really look alike, if I'm being honest. I no, just, I li- like, <laughs> I fucked that up. <laughs> I, was, I told Alex, and I was like... I don't really think they look alike, but they both have really short hair. They do, <laughs> and they're they're, bald. they're both murderers. Yeah, um, but they don't really look alike. Yeah, but I think no. like I just saw two shitheads that I figured must be possessed. Oh yeah, because they were killing people uh-huh. and watching on a little phone, and I guess I don't know. My brain just put them together as one shithead versus two shitheads yeah. to have to deal with. So that was dumb. No, it's but okay. I know they're I know they're two now and then watching <laughs> episode seven and eight I was like oh, of course they're two. Okay. <laughs> so that makes more sense now. And and the the timelines of who's who's the dad of who and brother of who makes a lot more sense now. So that's good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but all right, we're going to go ahead and jump into this. So, episode 7 says, During a trip into his most traumatic memory, Moon has his first encounter with Ji Chung Shin. Later, he leads the counters to a car junkyard. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right, so episode 7 starts with the shitty criminal Chung Yu and his henchmen pressuring the poor girl living in Hana's old house to give them information on So Moon and, like, the rest of the Noodle Gang. And this girl, at first, is like, I don't know them, but, mm-hmm. of course, she's, like, a young little high school girl, and she's scared, and she's scared for her little sister. So eventually, she gives in and says that So Moon goes to her school. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're back where Six ended with Chungshin. Chengxin has killed his dad. Um, this was sitting above the car. Yeah, um, Chengxin's dad was about to kill him. Yeah, with the gun. And he, like, flipped it around. His his possessor flipped that gun on the dad. <laughs> um, we then see him crush his dad's body in a car and steal a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Ew. He then somehow ends up back in his body um, in So Moon's memory. And, like, he he hears something or, like, something – I think he hears what's her face. Yeah, um, it's like he picks up his phone, which I guess he has the same he had, phone. He had at that moment, yeah. Yeah, which is kind of crazy that you have the same phone from seven years ago. For someone but. like him, too, that, like, does a shitty job and, like, hurting people and doing bad things, like, I can't imagine a phone would survive all the shit that you're doing. Oh, yeah. Like, fighting and shit. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, so he grabs his phone, and that, like, takes him back to that time mm-hmm. where, like, weird shit is now happening because people that shouldn't be there are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cheng Shin and So Moon start fighting, and they end up going back and forth between So Moon's memory and Cheng Shin's present-day location. That was crazy. It's really crazy. I was like, I was like, oh, God, I hope they don't end up in So Moon's house, like, I was afraid it would, like, keep jumping. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It would have been cool if they landed at the noodle shop, though. Oh, yeah. Um, Hana is able to help Somun out of the memory so that the fight can stop, and everyone seems really surprised that they could go back and forth between the memory and present day. Like, that don't make no sense. You Mm -hmm. shouldn't be allowed to do that. She was like, where were you? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How, though? Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Hana and Somun go back to the noodle shop. Chongyu and his crew secretly follow them so they can get more information on the noodle gang. Mm-hmm. These people are just... They're ridiculous. There are too many shitheads in the show to keep track of. Yeah. Like, 
who's, and, who's doing what? That's yes. shitty. And these, like, henchmen dudes just almost remind me of, like, the Bong Soon henchmen characters. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, they're so stupid, and they think they're so tough. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, because, like, these people that shouldn't be able to kick their asses do kick their asses. And they're they're immediately, like, pissing themselves. <laughs> um, so, So Moon and Hana tell Mayok and Motak what went down in the memory and how Chungshin has So Moon's parents, as in their souls. Mayok is heartbroken for So Moon, but Motak gets to business and starts telling So Moon about his past with his father. Somun reveals that he thinks his father may have been investigating someone related to the mayor since he had a reaction to when the mayor won the election. Like, over the, the radio, they announced that he won, and the dad was like, I'm not going to let this go or some shit. Yeah, he's like, we got to see this through. Yeah. Uh, so Motuk then reveals that Yong Nim worked for the mayor's campaign and went missing. Mm-hmm. And... The chairman that was just murdered was the president of the mayor's campaign for both terms. Mm-hmm. All right. Too much going yeah. on that campaign. Yeah, too many bad eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the noodle gang starts to piece together that Chungshin is the evil spirit who has been killing all of these people. They know he's incredibly strong, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Motak and Jung Young exchange pictures slash sketches of Chungshin and confirm that they are, in fact, looking for the same guy, mm-hmm. not the same guys that I thought were the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Soma tries to remember what happened when he teleported out of his memory with Chungshin, and he remembers that they were at a scrapyard called Baekjo Motors, and the next day, the Noodle Gang and Jungyang go to the scrapyard, but of course, Chungshin is already gone. Mm-hmm. Jung Young is confused as to who the fuck this little noodle gang is because <laughs> it's like Motok, an older woman, and two kids, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's like, what Mo- is happening? Here? Yeah, who are these people? Motok tells her he runs a noodle shop and shows her that So Moon is part of the crew. So the So Moon that she knows from back uh-huh. when he was a little boy. And she's like, you fixed your leg. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> um, they decide to investigate the area, and Mayok finds Chungshin's dad's body in one of the crushed cars. Ugh. Yeah. Jung Young shuts the investigation down so she can report the murder, and she goes rogue and lets the media publicize the accident so her shitty station can't cover it up, which pisses mm-hmm. off the chief. And the chief, like, pukes because i think he knows that guy yeah he's like what and also like i mean he's allowed all this stuff to happen like everything is kind of on him yeah being shitty you know and like hiding things and allowing his group to do whatever the fuck they want just run all over that police station yeah he's like really in a tough place because Mm -hmm. he has to like answer to the criminals but Mm -hmm. then he also has to like answer to the law The law and the media and Mm -hmm. fucking his conscience, too. Yeah. But I think, I think likely for him, it's like, I have to do these things or they'll probably murder his family or some shit. Yeah. Because they're just terrible people. Some, like, the K2 bullshit where Mm -hmm. they can find you and... (laughs) Yes, they can find you no no matter what. Mm Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Mayor Shin has dinner with another shady-looking politician who suggests that he, the mayor, enters as a presidential candidate. The big time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? Me? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but he thinks that he should distance himself from Taishin, from Taishin group, since too much shady shit has been happening lately. Which yeah. is a smart move, but mm-hmm. I also feel like you've you've been associated with that group for so long, like... You stepping away just for a presidential campaign might even make you look worse. Yeah, and then I'm sure Taishin group or whatever will not be happy. Yeah. To be like, goodbye. Excuse me? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, back at the noodle shop, Hana sees her shitty uncle on TV as a murder suspect. I so, hate this guy. This guy is awful. Uh-huh. We, we start to get a little bit more, like, about Hana's backstory, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. And I hope we end up getting more of Mayok's story as well, because we don't really know anything about her. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but that that guy, the soul, the good soul, yeah. called her mom. Yeah. And I thought that's what he called her like two episodes ago. And so yeah. I was like, is that his is that his mom? What? I, know, I was like, is that his actual mom? Or was he like, you're know. an older woman, I'll call you mom. <laughs> I don't know, but I want to know. They, they like, look at each other differently than I yeah. feel like the other the other souls look to their person, their counter. Yeah, for sure. But I also don't know if that's just because she's, like, a sweet older woman who's very, like, motherly. Like, the uh-huh. way she treats um, Soma. Soma. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I really want to know more. Yeah, for sure. And, like, we'll get into this later, but it seems like the spirits have their own agenda, too. That they, Yes. Yeah, so. absolutely. Very interesting. Um, but anyway, back with Hana and her terrible uncle. Uh, we get a scene of him being interrogate, interrogated, mm, interrogated as he claims to be innocent, but then we see the actual story and how he is actually Ugh. guilty. And so essentially, shitty. yeah, essentially, he just got mad at a guy. I don't even remember for what. He's just like a shitty, rich businessman who mm-hmm. like owns a company and was in a bad mood. And mm-hmm. one of his employees like stepped in, uh-huh. and he took it out on him and fucking murdered him with his lanyard, choked him to death in a fucking bathroom stall. <sighs> so fucked. awful. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. Ugh. Um, so we cut to Jungmu, who shows up at the noodle shop and explains who everyone is and how shady everyone is. He's been doing, like, research for them. This was very helpful for me. Yes, <laughs> yes, to let everyone, including the viewers, know uh-huh. what's kind of going on here. Yeah. Um, he then explains that Taishin, the mayor's right-hand man, used to be a drug dealer, but then became the owner of a construction site and started Taishin Group. Hangyu also used to be a shitty criminal, but is now an executive director of a company. Yeah, I think they said he had, like, 11 convictions or something insane, crazy like that, yeah. Uh, Jung Mul hypothesizes that all of the companies related to Taishin are being used as slush funds, and then Hana reveals that her uncle stole her family's business. Mm-hmm. And that's now related to Taishin Group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's also, like, a shitty, terrible business person who's probably doing bad things all the time. Yeah. I think she said that, like, they did some really shady stuff where they would, like, offer the business a loan or something. Mm-hmm. And then they would immediately call the note like, do when they didn't have the money, so then they just take the business away or something like that. Like, Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Really awful. Shitty. Terrible. Um, <clears throat> so then we see the dummy, Chongyu, and his gang roll up to the noodle shop looking all kinds of tough. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, who's that? <laughs> why though yeah and Motok is like that's the guy who's stabbing he starts showing everyone all oh the yeah stab and wounds. um uh Mayuk is like he stabbed you mm-hmm. how many times and he's like here 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 pointing to the back and everything and she is pissed um so Motok ends up taking Chungu down and scares the rest of the gang away and also I think at this point Mayuk also like hits him too right uh, she's, like, about to kick him in the balls, but they stop her from... I felt like she hit him, like, I Maybe think she, she hit him, like, did. once or twice. And everyone was like, what the fuck? What is uh-huh. this older woman doing hitting me? <laughs> um, and then Motak, like, stops her and steps in. Uh-huh. And he holds Chungyu's wrist and sees Chungyu and Hangyu talk from earlier about the mayor running from president. She's like, a crazy, a crazy skill to have, a crazy power... Yeah, it's very helpful. Yes. Um, and he's just like, president? What? Yeah. And then the noodle gang decides they need to expose all of this corruption before it's too late. They need to ruin this presidential bid. They need to get shit mm-hmm. moving and fast before things happen. Yes. Meanwhile, Chief Choi learns that Jung-Yang is starting to investigate Yong-Nim and is maybe starting to piece everything together. 
He reports everything to the mayor and Taishin and also says they've burned all of the samples Jung Young submitted. Shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Taishin beats Hung Yu's face against the table. This was, was crazy. Intense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and gets after him for not confirming Motok's death. Mm-hmm. And at this point, his brother is, like, about to walk in, and he's like, oh, shit, okay. And he's he, like, like quietly fall. walks away. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to back up out of there. <laughs> uh-huh. um, the mayor decides to let Chungshin's murders be publicized so he can look like he's tough on crime and will be the person to stop the murders. And, like, of fucking course you're going to spin it that way, uh-huh. even though you're the one responsible. Mm-hmm. And so annoying. Him, and with him being, like, labeled as the murderer, they can pretty much label him for any murders they want. Exactly. They can be like, he's a crazy serial killer, mm-hmm. which he, he is, he, but, like... He killed all of these people that we didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> Co- oh but gosh. it's not a coincidence. It, it's not a coincidence. Um, or, no, right. it, is a coinc- it is a coincidence, but it's not a coincidence. <laughs> it, it is, but it isn't. I don't Just know. don't worry about it. <laughs> it just wasn't us. Yeah. We had nothing to do with it. Um, so then we are back with Chongqing, who has been murdering people and stealing cars. Mm-hmm. And we see him in a convenience store almost murder the poor clerk who saw his picture on TV. Mm-hmm. And this clerk is just minding his damn business and is like, oh, that guy looks shitty. That guy looks bad. And then he looks up <laughs> to see him. <laughs> this poor guy. I know. Oh, my God. <sighs> Um, and also at this point, like, the reason why he doesn't kill him is because the mayor's son and all of those other shitty bullies are mm-hmm. waiting outside to be let in because he, like, telepathically locked the door. Yeah, and they're like, let me in! Yeah, they're being annoying. And then he lets them in, and then Chungshin's little demon recognizes a demon in the mayor's son, and he tells mm-hmm. him something like, I'll see you later. See you around. And, and the mayor's son is like, what? The fuck? Because he don't realize he has a demon yet. Yeah. But it be there because he's so damn shitty. Big yikes. Ugh. Uh, the Noodle Gang decides to investigate a place that could be the reservoir that everyone is talking about in secret. But then Hana gets a vision of her uncle about to kill someone. Then out of nowhere, a truck hits the gang's car and continues to plow into them. Chungu gets out of the car to photograph the scene but then a door comes flying off and the counters get out. And it's the end of episode, and I will note, they look pissed. Oh, yeah. They did not like being in a car accident. No. And poor also, Moon again. <laughs> I know, I was gonna say, this is not gonna help his uh, truck PTSD. Yep. Oof. Okay, I was like, I'm loving these little nuggets that they're throwing out, like, about the mm-hmm. mayor's son stuff and i have a prediction later on because guys we're gonna get another little demon nugget Mm-hmm. oh yeah i know the one you're talking about mm-hmm. okay episode eight things get personal for hana as she takes down a familiar demon <laughs> the, t- <laughs> the teen tries to locate a reservoir tied to a case moon's father had worked up- had worked had a case that's Okay, I wouldn't have phrased it that way, but... <laughs> case Moon's father had worked, had worked on. I worked on. A case Moon's father was investigating. Mm-hmm. That's what I would... Yeah. But, you know, okay. I, I'm works. no synopsis writer. <laughs> I'm just a podcast person <laughs> reading it. Okay. So, we're basically where Seven ended the counters get out of the car they have a few cuts and bruises but overall they're fine oh also like (laughs) we also get a shot of like the good spirit people in Mm -hmm. young or whatever and they're like dramatically falling when like (sighs) the car crash happens which i thought was kind of funny because i feel like you could just see them being like okay action and like dramatically fall (laughs) (laughs) yes okay so um, Chongyu is like, oh damn, I am in trouble. So he gets back in the truck and then drives off before the counters can really do anything. Um, but the counters are also like, we need to get to the demon. So they get in a car. 
I guess Jungwoo comes to pick them up. I don't know. Somehow they get to the they get to Hama's uncle, and she beats the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Don't even talk to me. Like, fuck you." Because he's like, "I'm your uncle." And at that point, he's beating up someone else about to kill them too. Yeah, over noodles after murdering someone else. <laughs> yeah, and he's like amazed at his new demon strength because he like kicks the guy in like the kneecap or something, and the guy is like you know crying in pain, and he's like, "Did I break it?" He's yeah, like, oh. he's like really excited. Ugh. Fucking, I'm so glad they took him down. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Hana beats the shit out of him, and cute little So Moon is like, apologize to Hana. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Hana like knocks him out, and she starts to call the evil spirits, but she is just too overcome with emotion and just like reminded of her family. So. So Moon, um, so Moon takes care of all of that. And then we get a short little scene of poor murdered guy Sungwoo in the afterlife. Mm. And he's, like, totally bummed out. He's like, I have been working really hard my whole life. And I went on all these goddamn job interviews. And I've only been working there for, like, a month. And I'm only, like, 27. Yeah, he's like, I haven't even had a real girlfriend yet. Like, Part of me was worried that he was going to become angry. Oh, yeah. And, and become an evil spirit or, like, a spirit that wouldn't uh-huh. go where he needed to go. Because he was just so upset. Like, Yeah. Ugh, murdered but thankfully, way too soon. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, his grandma comes. Yeah. And she's like, Sungwoo. And she's, like, real cute. And he's really so happy sweet. to see his grandma. So she's like, we got this. And yeah, she she saved him. Yes, for sure. That kind of made me tear up. I was like, oh. this was episode was like very emotional. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, ba ba ba. So then, um, the counters are kind of like trying to tie everything up. Someone took the demon to the afterlife. Then Hana goes to find the woman. I guess she's kind of like an escort slash like what it seemed like yeah entertainer I guess, mm-hmm. um, and so we see like her uncle got all like wasted and was like I murdered someone with this lanyard, <laughs> and then he puts the lanyard on her. Which, if that was me, I would be like, like it would make my skin crawl just thinking mm-hmm. of like a murder weapon on my body. Yeah. Um, but I think at first she doesn't think he's telling the truth. Like, she thinks he's she just, just like, thinks he's drunk and dumb. Yeah. So, Hana confronts her, and at first she's like, I don't have it. But then Hana, like, reads her memory, and she's like, I know you've been saving it to extort money. So, she gets the lanyard. She drops it off at the police station so the police can have evidence and she also sees the girls from before, I think, like, Dano and Dom B or something like mm-hmm. that, that were living in her house, haven't found a nice home, Yay. which makes me happy. But I'm also like, is it really a nice home, though? Like, I'm suspicious <laughs> of everyone. <laughs> um, so, um, I feel like this clearly reminds her of her sister, since they maybe seem to be around the same, like, age gap. And we get a really emotional, like, scene. Hana's exhausted, and Mayok offers to make her dinner. So she requests fried eggs, which I guess was her little sister's favorite food. <laughs> and um, Hana, like, remembers her sister and, like, I guess talks to her sister in, like, a memory kind of way. Um But then she, like, starts crying and feels guilty that she's the only survivor, which made me cry. (laughs) I was, like, Mm -hmm. really sad. Um, So, I guess the next day, Hana's uncle wakes up at at the driving range where he was about to kill that poor, like, worker. And he is arrested for Sungwoo's murder. And everyone starts to hate him. They're like... This piece of shit was, like, <laughs> tapping his employees' phones. Oh, also, I liked in episode seven when, I guess it was, like, Sungwoo's family threw a rock at him. 
Yes. Uh, um, I was like, good for you guys. Uh, so the counters then start to focus on Kim Young-nim again, and then Chung-wook shows up with a brand new SUV for them since their previous car was totaled, and he's like, it also had a tracker on it, so like, y'all need to be careful. <laughs> um, Jung-mul suggests that they take down Taishin by exposing all of his tax fraud, and that way they don't have to deal with the police, because he's like, look, the cops are corrupt, and mm-hmm. Motok is like, we can't use this evidence because we didn't get it through the proper channels, and he's like, no, 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 if we just take him down through like the tax office... I guess essentially, like, the IRS. Mm-hmm. A um, different group of people will come. Yeah. And that way, they'll still get in trouble, and it'll be, like, public sentiment that takes them down, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but Motok and the rest of the counters want them to pay for the murders they have committed. Which, I'm like, I get that, but... This seems like a very convenient way. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I feel like that could be one of those things where it's like, take them down in chunks. Like, yeah. start with the tax fraud, and then we can work up to murder. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, but that's just me. So, um, Motok sees the SUV, and he's like, okay, thanks, bye. So he goes <laughs> to confront Hangyu. And then Motok's spirit woman, I think her name is Giran, starts to become upset and she's talking to the other spirits and young about how their humans are behaving. And she's like, we can't control them anymore. Like, they're going off the rails. And then she mentions that, like, I guess they, as the spirits, can get in trouble if their humans misbehave. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, I want to be reincarnated. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm wondering if it's, like, a you need to take down so many demons and then you can be reincarnated. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how Mystic Pop-Up Bar was. Like, they they had a set number that they had to, like, Mm -hmm. get to. So, uh, I think Hana's little dude and Giran are like, we need to stop them, and... Mm -hmm. Mayok's son, I guess, <laughs> is like, ooh, I feel bad. And then Weekend, I think, also feels kind of bad and is just like, I don't know, let's see. So um, then we're back with Motok and he shows up at Hongyu's office. He's just like kicking ass all the way up to Hongyu's actual office. And he tells Hongyu to stop messing around and vows to find Youngnim's body, even if he has to drain the reservoir. And Hangi's just, like, sitting there, you know, kind of being stoic, I guess, mm-hmm. and, like, just taking it all in. But as he leaves, Changyu and Hangyu talk about Motok's superhuman strength, and then Hangyu quietly mocks Motok for believing the reservoir is an actual reservoir. Mm-hmm. So then we're like, well, what does that mean? Like, yeah, what is it then? Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> The police and the mayor decide to go public with trying to find Chongxin. Again, like, the mayor's like, I'm going to find this guy, and, like, we're going to make this city safe again. Like, even though it was, like, all his doing, <laughs> basically. So, I think they also try to distract Zhang Yang from Kim Young nims case by putting her, like, as the leader of the task force, mm-hmm. trying to find Chongxin. So it's like... Killing two birds with one stone, basically. We'll destroy them. Mm-hmm. So, um, then we get a short scene of the crazy husband murdering demon. She is, like, straight up nuts at this point. <laughs> like, her demon and her are just, like, both out in the open, like, Talking living. to each other. Uh-huh. And she's in the interrogation room, and she's, like... Even scaring the, I guess, investigator, like, prosecutor person. Mm-hmm. And um, her lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we're going to plead insanity. <laughs> <laughs> and she, as they're, like, walking her through the police station, uh, she sees a picture of Chongxin, and she recognizes, like, the demon Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And she's like, this guy will help me. This guy will help me find the bastard who broke my nose. <laughs> And 
And then she's like, ha ah, like she tries to hulk out or something, and she like breaks her handcuffs, but then the police tase her. And I'm like, what is going to happen with all these little demons? Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So then we cut back to Somun and his nerdy friends. They're investigating the reservoir more. It's more, it's a lot of just like, what's the reservoir? What do these numbers mean? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So Somun finds notes from his dad's notebook and then realizes the numbers refer to a telephone pole. Somun and the Noodle Gang go to the location and they sneak onto the property that's like adjacent to the telephone pole. And they realize that it's an illegal, question mark, dumping ground that seems to be contaminating the water. Like, I don't know if they're illegally dumping stuff, but they're definitely illegally contaminating mm-hmm. the water. Yeah. And it's all, like, fucking bubbling and, like, <laughs> smells it looks, bad. It looks disgusting. Yeah. It looks like some fucking, like, prehistoric, like, <laughs> shit that the dinosaurs would have, like, accidentally walked in. <laughs> and the milk Something. is, like... And I've been using this in my noodles. Yes, that's poor. <laughs> God. Um. So, the counters decide to install a camera and submit the evidence so that hopefully at least the environmental agency will get involved to stop the dumping. So, like, even if we can't catch, like, even if this isn't related to King Yongnim, like, mm-hmm. we gotta stop this. So... Um, the next day, Somun has his parents' death anniversary memorial. Um, Mayok sweetly sent food with Somun the night before, and Somun's little friends are there for him, like, to help him do the ceremony ritual thing. Um, so it's all good, but then Somun goes out and lays down flowers where his parents died. I think his friends are there for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they all go their separate ways, and meanwhile... Zhang Yang gets a tip of Changxin's location, which happens to be in someone's neighborhood. Someone starts to sense something weird as he walks home and sees Changxin. Changxin starts to laugh maniacally, which is like ugh, creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And then he like gets really dramatic, and then Someone dramatically turns around and says, "Found you." And that's the end of the episode. Too Crazy. much stuff. That guy so. sucks. Changxin? That Changxin sucks. Yeah, he's he is scary. Like, Changyu is... I don't think Changyu is uh, possessed by anyone. No, I think he's just, like, a dumbass who yeah. would beat people up because his brother told him to. Yeah, and has murdered people... Or at least has attempted to murder someone that we know of. Montauk. Yeah, I think he's just like roughed people up and maybe like stabbed people, but was like, Bleh. yeah. Um, but Changshin is like actually a fucking like level four possessed demon who's been yes <laughs> fucking crazy for at least seven years, I guess. Mm-hmm. Wow. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you have any predictions? I don't think someone is going to catch him. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> um, I don't know what is happening in this scene, but I don't think what people want to happen will happen. I Yeah, I am wondering if maybe Chong Yong will show up and then... Mm-hmm. Chongxin is going to be like, and like parkour mm-hmm. out of there because mm-hmm. he wants to catch someone alone, maybe. Yeah. And I feel like demons can speak to each other in weird mm-hmm. ways. So I feel like what's her face spoke to him mm-hmm. when she was looking at his wanted photo. Mm-hmm. And he's going to look for the guy who punched her in the nose, which was Motok. Mm hmm. And maybe that's when things will really happen. Yeah, because, like, I think Chongxin has um, a thing against Hana. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. And... Because she beat him up. Yeah. And then the girl, or the woman, the husband-murdering demon, has something against Motok. Mm-hmm. And then the Mary son has something against Somun. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if there'll be, like, a fourth demon that, like, they haven't expelled yet that will be against mm-hmm. Mayok, and they're all gonna, like, come together. Yeah. <sighs> totally. That would be a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't see that girl as getting out of jail. Yeah. Unless she's, like, really, really sneaky. Because even in that last episode when she tried to, like, they taste her good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and two people had to tease her at the same time. I feel like they're going to have tougher security security on her, knowing how intense she was. Yeah. But, so like, Chongxin can, like, parkour and fucking yeah. bend guns and bullshit, so. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Hmm. <sighs> or maybe yeah. he's going to go and break her out of jail. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <clears throat> um, yeah. I Okay, so I'm wondering, too, if Hana will start to, like, open up about her past more. Because really, the counters didn't really confront it. They, like, just were like, here's some yeah. eggs. And then it was, yeah. like, already the next day where Samoon is, like, at his parents' ritual thing. So we haven't really seen Hana since... She, like, took her parent... No, I guess the dumping thing happened, right? Yeah, I think but also still. they just they just know her as not really wanting to talk, so I don't think they, like, yeah. push her. Pressure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I want to know more, because her uncle was like, don't blame me, like, they poisoned you guys. Like, I guess her parents were, like... Mm-hmm group suicide <laughs> yeah but i don't know like they, like they were struggling so much financially and everything and yeah but that seems really fishy to me like mm-hmm. i don't know like i'm wondering if maybe that's involved in some way with everything too mm-hmm. like i'm wondering if hana's dad or some company was yeah owned like, by the dad and is now part of that group blah 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 yeah, like, what if he had something on those guys, mm-hmm. and they were, like, take out the family? I don't know. Because they were, like, poisoned while eating something, so. Yeah. <sighs> A lot. I don't know. And then I feel like stuff is going to happen with the water. It's... Because there was that person that was, like, protesting the city, saying, like, there was weird amount of radiation and, like, mm-hmm. shit going on. So, <sighs> that town's got a lot of stuff to deal with. <laughs> yeah, I could see the, the townspeople as, like, going crazy hearing mm-hmm. that news and, like, fucking pitchfork it over there. Yeah. group and with everyone and, like, what are you doing to our water and... Yeah, for sure. Our kids and our people... Yeah, because, like, I think Koreans are, like, very health conscious. Mm-hmm. Con- yeah, so, like, they wouldn't want that happening. This I mean, no one would want that. demons. Yeah. <laughs> this water is turning everyone into a demon. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Anything else that we have? I'm just, like, really excited to keep watching. Yeah, I am, too. Um, I don't have any more predictions. I'm just, I just want to see the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, not even thinking about what could happen. I just want to know what will happen. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Do we have any fashion? Yes, Literally not paying attention. Okay. <laughs> Literally not at all. Yeah, I I'm just like finding stuff that I like so we can mm-hmm. still do this segment. <laughs> um but Hana did have like a pleather question mark looking um like windbreaker pullover thing. Mm-hmm. She uh, also wears like pants, I think. Yeah. Also pleather. Those look cool. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, 
Somun always just looks so damn cozy when he's not in his school uniform. He always has those, like, really chunky cardigans. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want that. I want to look as cozy as you are. But it, it's already getting hot again in Texas, and it's, like, bumming me out so much. Yeah, it's, like, borderline miserable. And I feel uh-huh. like in less than a month, it will just be miserable. Yeah. Um, Hannah so. has cool hair. Oh, yeah. That'll be the one thing I add. For Her sure. flashback hair isn't good. When it's long and straight. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a bad wig. But <laughs> Hannah's hair in present day is really cool. Yeah, the hair growing out of her head. <laughs> yes. Um, so that actress is embusted, and I love her. Like, I want to watch more things that she's in. Mm-hmm. Um, because she just seems, like, really sweet and funny IRL. Like, I mean, I know her, like, her persona on a variety show isn't probably exactly how she is in real life, but mm-hmm. still, it's cute. Cool. Watch Busted, guys. I guess that's <laughs> my mini other drama corner. <laughs> um, so... Do you have an I love you? I love you. I love you. I will always love you. Um, I would say So Moon with his family for mm-hmm. his parents' mm-hmm. anniversary thing. Yeah. Mine was a sad I love you, and it was Hannah. <laughs> like, thinking about her family mm-hmm. and her little sister and, like, apologizing for being the only one to survive. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, sometimes surviving is harder. Mm-hmm. As they say in Hamilton, <laughs> dying is easy, living is harder. <laughs> hmm. So, uh, which I don't know if that's true, but that, that that's a line from Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I just, I don't know if it's because yeah, I just am, like, fond of that actress, but I'm like, oh, she's so sad. <laughs> uh-huh. So, it just really got me. I mean, it was a sad scene. So. For sure. Okay. Mm. Do we have anything else? Um, don't forget to watch 9 and 10. Mm-hmm. Very important. Mm-hmm. Um... Remember that those are two different characters? <laughs> yeah, we really didn't get that much Chongqing, to no. be honest. So I wonder if next episode is going to be more of a Chongqing-heavy yeah. story. It'd be nice to see more of his background, too. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious he had a shitty upbringing, but like uh-huh. to actually see it and see how he became... This terrible soul that was easily consumed by a demon. Yeah. His dad mentions that he doesn't even have a social security number. Mm. So I'm like, how did that happen? Yeah. (laughs) Weird. And I wonder, like, was that even his real dad? Or is that, like, a kid from, like, I don't know, he, like, cheated on his wife or something? I don't know. Yeah. And, like, kept the kid? I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot. Weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I guess this is just, like, going back to predictions again, but I'm also excited to see more, like, Zhongyang Motok mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm like, yeah, they're cute together. Yeah, they are. Like, you can tell she doesn't want to deal with him again, but... <laughs> yeah, I think after just, like, everything happened and him not remembering anything and... I don't know. It's weird, though, because she never, like, it doesn't seem like she tried to have him remember or tried to, like, help. Well, yeah, I'm wondering if she did it to protect him, though, because yeah, I wonder if she knew that the other people thought he was dead. Yeah, but, I mean, does I she know. know that, does she know that they tried to kill him? <laughs> That's where it gets, like, weird and confusing, yeah. like. The, the the stuff with Motok is the stuff that I most don't understand. 
Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's, like, in the same town as everything. Yeah. He's been living there this whole time. So, like, working in a shop that everyone seems to know about, this hole in the wall that's, like, really popular. Mm-hmm. But they never spotted him and realized he was still alive. His partner, who also worked in the police force, never, I guess, showed excitement that her partner was still alive. Like, yeah, it's confusing. Yeah, I guess, like, maybe the only thing is, like, after he came out of his coma, maybe he just, like, bounced and, like, mm-hmm. no one knew where he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, but we we definitely need to get more of that, like, how exactly? How exactly did all of the counters meet? Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And which of those four was the, well, which of those three was the first counter? Oh, yeah. That would be interesting to know, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Part of me feels like it's Mayok. Yeah, or it could have been the guy that died before Moon. Ah, uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. Forgot about him. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> there's, like, a few Hey, I Know That guys that we didn't talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, someone's dad, I think, is Min Min's assistant secretary guy in Bong Soon. <laughs> okay. Um, with the big eyebrows, you know? Do you remember him? No, I have to look him up again. Okay. I've only seen the series once. That's true. Um, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) And then the guy that plays Tation is, was like... This is the guy with the... Is this the glasses guy? No, he's the one who, like, slammed Hanyu on the table. He plays, I think, the dad of the main girl character from suspicious partner and like he doesn't have any lines in that series i think it's all just him in a series of flashbacks Mm. but i'm like it's so weird because you were such a nice dad and now you're (laughs) this weird shitty guy but maybe this character is still a nice dad i mean maybe but just still a murderer a shitty person yeah, this is what I was telling my coworkers. Like, I feel like you can be a shitty person mm-hmm. in real life, but maybe be a good parent mm-hmm. to your child. And yeah. you could also be a good person, but a bad parent. Yeah. Parenting totally. and, like, you as a person in the real world don't always, like... Align. Align, yeah. So. Anyway. Like, it seems like Changshin's dad was maybe a good dad to his quote-unquote mm-hmm. legitimate child yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it definitely seems that way. So, okay. Other than those little side tangents, <laughs> um, let us know what you're thinking and feeling of the Uncanny Counter. How crazy is this? And keep watching, and please rate and review the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, drama.